So before we start recording, though, we have something we need to figure out because we're going to establish a meaningful precedent here for how we're actually counting our episodes. Because depending okay. on how we count it, this is either our 100th episode right now that we're doing or episode Whoa. 14 of this season, which I think is the finale, can be. I think it's one episode after the finale. Is it after? It's seriously, can we have that line up? That would have been really cool. But anyway. That'll be the first episode of the next show we do. That's true. Are there only 13 in this American season TV of the American TV series season two? Yeah, 13. Okay. So, I mean, we can sort of choose how we count it, because here are the options. If we just, funny enough, if we go by, like, numbered episodes, episode 11 would be our 100th episode if we're counting numbered episodes. Okay. If we're counting uploads, this is our 100th episode right now. And if we are counting... Now, let me finish, because it gets more confusing. And then if we're counting non-zero, non-special episodes, the hypothetical 14th episode of essentially the next thing we do after the circle will be our 100th episode. Yeah. Um, I think we just do all three of them. (laughs) (laughs) We just have three hundredth episodes? Yeah, this one is like, welcome to our hundredth upload. No, we skip 11. 11 doesn't matter. The next episode doesn't matter. It's, we but do that's this our one actual 100th episode. This is our 100th upload. Oh, that one's... The next episode will be our 100th episode. Episode. And then we'll have our actual, like, if you take out all the things that are, like, episode zero stuff. Although, here's the thing. I like the counting where we count episode zeros because a lot of those are just as long and arguably sometimes even better than our normal show. I but, agree. But by virtue of being an episode zero... And the fact that the counting it this way serves us right now. I, I'm kind of inclined to, to consider our official 100th episode. Which one? The far one. The farthest one. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think that's the, the real episode. And then there's like a small episode, chance think... we do something interesting for it. Because it's after the season yeah. finale when we take our break of, oh no, what are we doing next? Yeah, well, two. But we're not announcing that yet. Like up leap down. No, but yeah, for this one, we'll just make this the welcome to our hundredth upload, uh, different than our hundredth episode, and that's it. That's all different they get than our hundredth episode <laughs> special. <laughs> yes. Okay. There will be a hundredth episode special unless we forget, in which case there won't be. Or we can just do like Thank the McElroys <laughs> did, where we save our hundredth episode. We just go from ninety nine to one hundred and one, and save our hundredth episode they- for what they did that with episode four twenty. Yeah, but did they ever actually do an episode 420? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. I I don't think I've listened to it yet. I think I I I was saving it and forgot it existed. Which is the danger of saving your special. Yeah. Alright, let's just get started. What are we doing? This this episode? Oh. Yeah. I'll get the theme song. Also, does, does not eating before taking weed gummies make the gummies hit you faster? Yes, and harder. Cool, that explains that. Great, love that. Let's go. That's the wrong one. It's the 4th of July. And not for the audience, but it is for us right now. 
Yeah, <laughs> again, so late on this. Are we? I figured we were going to be leaning into the belated holiday aesthetic. <laughs> so we're just doing <laughs> full releases on like July 15th and be like, happy 4th of July. Yeah, ba -ba -ba -ba, America. Also, it would be July 9th. Thank you very much. It's only <laughs> a week-ish late. Yeah, it's only five days. Honestly, that's happy not Happy Pride bad. Month. <laughs> What else did we miss? Throw a holiday at me. I can't believe you threw this at me. <laughs> yeah, if I warned you, you'd say no. But if I didn't warn you and got us recording, I'd get you saying no on mic. And then we switched to the real theme. I wouldn't have probably. I would have just laughed and I would have asked why. Or you could just do the intro. Not while the music's playing, I can't. I'm in a weekend state right now. The music's quiet now, it's gentle. Hello, and welcome to the Boom Boom Room. I'm your host, Aubrey. And I'm Taylor. And it's and the 4th of July! Your... Rude. I wasn't- I... And this is your premiere of the Circle <laughs> podcast. Um, happy 9th of July, everyone. Happy 9th. Happy 9th. Uh, uh, shall we just get started? Please. Cool. Well, I have to mute it. I just need to. Oh, I sort of assumed you I turned it down thinking did. maybe that would be fine. No, I need to mute it. All right. Oh, okay. You know what? The 4th of July theme is pretty good because this was an election-themed episode. You see, I, I I, was waiting for... If you had just explained that, it would have been fine. <laughs> but there's no fun. But you didn't even have that in your head, did you? No, I did. When I pulled up the thumbnail, I went, oh, this is perfect. They even did like an American politics parody. All right. Which is a weird well, choice considering when I think this was made, but whatever. I, we're overlooking April that. of this year. Oh, is it that recent? <laughs> Although it was filmed before that. That's when it was released. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a weird choice also to have like an election-themed episode given just how not fun the election season was. <laughs> like American politics used to be like the entertaining kind of shitty, especially from the outside. And I think it's pretty universally gotten to be the scary kind of shitty. But whatever, it's just a fun terrifying. reminder. They did a good job with it. It was just a weird theme. Yes. Happy 4th. Um, ninth. Happy 4th. But let's start with uh, the basis of all political systems, giving people gifts because you like them. <laughs> That's all you gotta do, just bribe them. <laughs> yes. And, and we also get to my first suggestion for the title, which is, You're My Man, Dude. Where did that one come in? Like, I don't have that. Mitchell said it, I think about... <laughs> Someone. No, no, no. Lee said it. Lee fucking said it about like. Oh, probably I can't about even Courtney. Said it about. Because they voted for probably each about other. Probably about Courtney. But yeah, he was like, you're my man, dude. <laughs> but also, yes. So a vote happens and Courtney and River get tied into first. Um, also, everybody clocks John, them for cross voting for each other. Like it. Yeah. It's starting to become an actual, I think, problem for their game. How openly aligned they are. Yes. Um, and then John, as the, the outsider of the gang, basically gets to make the decision on who wins. And since he had already voted for Courtney, he makes Courtney win, which River is happy about and Courtney is less than happy about because neither wanted to win. <laughs> I like, upon finding out the winner gets a treat, Lisa just starts listing off like every treat that springs into her mind. Just stream of conscious. It was genuinely funny. Every once in a while, cutting back to Lisa, thinking of another treat that would be nice to win. 
Yeah. And then the tree was a fucking bouquet of flowers. I was expecting there to be some mechanical element to this. I was expecting there to be a fucking snack. (laughs) Or at least a trophy, something I can bring home. Anything interesting other than a giant ass bouquet of flowers. I think they must have, somebody was throwing that away and they were like, quick, we can use it as a prize for something. It'll be cheap. Yeah. Um, and then we get a quick little convo between Mitchell and Kat, which is only really important to note because Mitchell believes that Courtney is the Joker. Which is true. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that someone's finally recognized the truth. I, uh, I think um, it's interesting that Mitch and Kat have this whole conversation sort of solidifying their position with each other, even though I feel like Kat is playing a very different game than Mitchell. And very like, different. It seems like neither of them are aware, at least based on that conversation, of the fact that they are like not on the same page here. Yeah, Kat, yeah, yeah. It's not great like, for them. They don't have a good chance of winning, I would say. I don't think so. They're in an alliance, but they are not playing the same game. No. Um, also, the host then says something about MILFs playing DILFs, which I thought was another great title. That was funny. I did enjoy that one. I got that one. I didn't write it down. Nice. Um, and then we get a Trevor-Courtney convo, where Courtney tells Trevor that Kat is going after Chloe. Which is true. <laughs> which is true. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, he just told him the truth, which I wasn't expecting, but it does just make sense to do. Well, I agree. Or I, I do agree. I didn't mean to say that I agree. I meant to say that I found it interesting that Courtney was just like, yeah, fuck it. There's no reason why I shouldn't tell Trevor. Uh, yeah. And Courtney did and a good right. job of not like vilifying Kat super hard, but just being like, hey, Kat was coming for Chloe and I figured you would want to know about that. Which she did. Yeah, and it was, it was also, it was like really good, especially because Courtney didn't start that conversation. No. Which makes it even, like, feel more better, I would say, for Trevor, probably. Because it doesn't feel like manipulation, you know? Well, and I, I think Trevor definitely, it was interesting, because Trevor was very much had the reaction of, like, shit, I am friends with Kat, and this is going to be an, like, this is going to yep. be a problem. Uh. I also never noticed that Delissa, I don't know if you noticed the link I dropped in our studio chat, uh, but I linked the Commando Dad book that was in the background of Delissa's apartment, uh, which again, happy fourth, ninth. So funny. No, I didn't. Hold on, I'm opening it now. There'll be a link in the description if anybody wants to buy uh, Commando Dad basic training, how to be an elite dad or carer from, hold on, I got stuck in the ellipses, from birth to three years. I lo- that's so fucking funny. I can't tell if it's supposed I, to be funny. Like, I can't tell if the book is taking itself seriously. I mean, my guess is it's, like, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but it is, like, a legitimate parenting book. That's really funny, though. Um, I just wonder if it's... Oh, no, I'm looking at the art closer up, and I want. I really wanted it to be, like, a parenting book for... Tough military dads who don't need reading no. to tell them how to be a parent. So they like trick them into doing that by giving them a fake military manual on Commando Dad. But it does look disappointingly normal. Yeah. Ooh, my laptop's heating up for some reason. Just like the fan is blowing. I don't know. Um, 
Sorry. It's fine. I distracted me. In in that moment, I had the immediate impulse to just imitate another podcast I've started listening to, where they read uh, the worst reviews in the most dramatic fashion. Uh, now that I'm on oh. the Commando Dad listing again, I'm just, I sc- immediately scrolled down to their views to be like, is there anything funny I can read here? We can't just steal, steal from all that. Okay, also, <laughs> my plan to wait out my computer fan work. That was the other thing. As I was just buying time until it got quiet again. <laughs> Look, and I helped you. We're off the yeah. rails today. It's fine. It's going to run long. It's yes. going to make no sense, and it's going to be great. All right, so let's talk about John and Mitchell's conversation. Um, oh fuck, which, that was funny. I really liked that I, one. I love Lisa and Jack just cackling over Jack catfishing Mitchell. I love what like, did you so do to mean, Mitchell? But so funny. <laughs> like they were just like he's like oh you know I like loved her and they're both like loser. <laughs> it was so mean, but so fucking funny. It was really funny. I also just there's something about Mitchell opening up to the new guy be about being catfished by. A loser who is the loser who catfished him in a new catfish body. That is yes, also just with an with extra catfish. With extra fish, yeah. We heard you like catfish, so we put some catfish in your catfish. <laughs> this came later too, but I enjoyed Jack and Lisa talking about Mitchell and they're like, all right, we should put him towards the middle because we like well, we don't like Mitchell, but we like Mitchell. <laughs> and I just yes. that was really funny too. I also it was really fun watching them come up with messages together and how, like, genuinely collaborative they were with this conversation. I thought it was interesting that, like, mid-message, like, mid-conversation, they're going back and forth with who's speaking to Circle. Because we haven't, at least before, seen them do that. And it's, I don't know, I really, really like Jack and Lisa. They're now my favorite part of the show, hands down. Yeah, I think, weirdly enough, um... John will seem more realistic in terms of, like, not being super duper fast all the time at responding, because there's two people discussing, like, what needs to be, so it's gonna just seem like he's taking longer to respond. Yeah, it does slow down. Which I think is... Yeah. Um, I also love that you gotta see each of them putting, like, little pieces, like, hey, buddy, or, like, young, like, Lisa came up with young man, and calling just... Every guy in the circle a young man, which is such like an older person thing to say. I did enjoy that everybody was a young man. And I, like there was a moment where I was like, oh, it's the fact that he calls everybody a young man. It's like somebody going to say something about them. Like, no, it would be weird if he only called one person young man. Like, that's definitely yeah. something that if it's in your vernacular, you overuse it. And yes. Um, and also, they, they 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 tried to do like a psychic thing about him playing music, but like they did it badly. Yeah, they did a bad job with that one. They sort of whiffed it. Like that's not how you pretend to be a psychic. What they and they didn't know this, and like what they should have done because later on they had to draw his um picture. They should have just in the background like thrown in like a guitar and some like musical stuff. I've been like, you know, I just got a real, like, music vibe off of you. Yeah, it's just, I was thinking about you, and it's what came to mind. It just, guitar seems right. Yes, exactly. And that's like, oh shit, like, he's reading my aura, or whatever. That would have been better. It would have been. Um... I... Also, I I do love a a piece of editing that I just genuinely love for the show, is how whenever there's an alert, we get, like... However many the show wants to show of them all saying, holy shit, in unison <laughs> is very fun. I enjoyed because the alerts for the fucking patriotic music this time, the Great American Marches, 
cat just yes. seemed genuinely like scared shitless every time that would blast into her home. I think she was in like Genuine. every single one of them, just screaming profanity. I I love it. It's very um, good. Also, well, we need to, to, the, to the no. We need to get Mitchell a guitar tuner. I'm sorry. I'm just. Th- I I think I've said it like every episode. But now that we've established that he's like actually trying to learn the guitar here, like let's. He was fingering a C chord and was like, "That's a C chord," and it sounded awful, and it wasn't his fault because they won't let Mitchell tune the fucking guitar. Like, give the man a chance. I'm sorry. It was all fun and games when I thought they had a guitar prop in his house he was playing with. Now that he's trying, like, I don't know. Am I am I an island here? Give the man a tuner. Wouldn't it be fun to see how bad he actually is? Yeah, but it's so much, well, A, either it's more fun to just not give him a tuner so he has to play badly so it looks like he's bad, or B, uh, there was a tuner included somewhere in the thing and he either hasn't found it or does not know what it's for. You know what, I'll give you that one. I'll give you there might be a tuner and he doesn't know what to do with it or that he has one. Because I've seen a tuner and I would have never guessed to put that on the fucking guitar. Well, but I'm assuming he has like a guitar for dummies book in there somewhere, right? Because how else would he have known what a C chord was? It's not like he can bring it up on his phone. Well, they might get a like request shit that's in their thing. So he might have just been like, oh yeah, can you put a guitar in there? And be like, I like he might have like taken guitar back in like middle school. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think we need to get Mitchell on the show and get to the bottom of this one, though. This is my I overarching pressing question from, from the circle. He can send us an email. I can't talk to people from TV, and you know that. I could maybe talk to Mitchell. He seems easy to talk to. Oh, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with Mitchell. He seems like a great guy. It's everything to do with the fact that um, I can't come face to face with the people I talk shit about. That's fair. I very rarely talk shit about Mitchell. I like Mitchell. We very rarely talk shit in general about the circle. Like, when we do, we're just generally having fun because the people are non-toxic for the most part. All right. Let's 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 move on to the poster making stuff, please. Um, as long as we're talking about Mitchell, I'll throw in that Mitchell always painting himself whenever it's an option entertains me as well. Every single challenge yeah. they've given him art supplies, just it instantly goes on his body. Instantly, he's an artsy boy. I I uh, I love that fucking river misspelled circle, and also that feels accurate to like the character. Like I would believe River has that like that little bit of himbo energy. Oh no, circle! That's going to become a Christmas tree. Circle. I love that he's like. I, so first of all, two people did Christmas stuff, which I thought was interesting. To be fair, it was both of them were related to John, but I was like, maybe they filmed this in December, and that's why Christmas was on the brain. Me? I don't know. I, I assumed it was just the John relationship. That like when we have a Santa, we're gonna use it. Yeah, it's fair. it's an easy um, but artistic. Uh, what is it? I'll call. I'll say it's an easy symbol to latch onto for poster making. Shorthand. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody likes Santa, um, and you make a white guy in a beard, and everybody will figure that out. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah. Bada Santa. Yeah, so I'm going to just quickly go through the posters and we can say whatever we think about them. Does that work? Uh, yes. Maybe, maybe just a little, okay. bit of, a little bit of a description to jog my memory with each one. <gasps> no. Okay, we'll, we'll make it up then as we go. So, okay, so River drew John's poster and he, and he misspelled circle. Yeah. And there was like the rainbow heart and everyone knew immediately it was River. Which, to be fair, even when Lee was drawing, he's like, Everybody's gonna know this is River. He always does the rainbow hearts. Yeah, hey, it's good to have a signature. That way people are like, yeah, he drew that and uh, it was really nice. 
Yeah, no, Lee's, Lee's went over well. I mean, it was fine. Mm-hmm. All of the paintings were a little rough, but... <laughs> yeah. Chloe drew Trevor, and there was, like, a little teddy bear. Trevor liked it, right? I and don't remember had, like, that the one red heart. Well. It was okay. It was, like, whatever. It was cute. Um, Trevor knew immediately that it was Chloe because of, like, the red heart or something. I don't know. I guess that's, like, their thing. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Mitchell drew Kat and was like, she's an amazing gal. I love her. She's honest. She's loyal. She's super <laughs> duper. And people were just like, I don't think that's right, though. <laughs> I, I wrote down two quotes for that because I thought they were both really funny. Someone said, I feel like Kat's done that herself, which is just great to be like. So mean. It's, it's too positive. You made this up. And also, I think it was Courtney's. Which is just like the most diplomatic way of calling somebody a bitch I think I've ever heard, which is, I haven't seen a lot of those qualities. I haven't seen a lot of those qualities. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of, Kat then drew Courtney's, and Courtney said, it's great. It's too late. Which is just yes. another great title line. It's great. It's too late. With like, it's too late sort of all mushed up together into one word, because he sort of just mumbled it. Yes. Um. And then Courtney drew Chloe's and everyone was like, well, this is low effort (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it was just words. It was low effort. It was. Um, John drew Mitchell's and they really liked his with the paint splatter. Someone called it blood splatter, uh, though, I think, which is funny. Someone did call it blood splatter and that was fucking funny. But they liked it. So it's fine. Don't correct them. Yes. And then. Uh, Trevor drew Rivers, which was the only mean one, which makes it seem like world, like, it was, like, not that mean, but given that it's the only mean one, it feels very, very mean. It read extremely harsh compared, like, especially going last and compared to all the others. It, I like that Delissa is playing, like, the accidental villain of the show. I love how bad she felt. I like how as soon as the first one was nice, she was like, Oh no, uh-huh. I may have misread this. <laughs> and each one who was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Delissa is one of my favorite, like, behind the circle chat people. Just her, yes. her consistent, genuine, I guess it's just been such a roller coaster for her of like, I'm the man, dude, kind of stuff, circling around to like, Oh no, you love me. You don't want to meet me. And I think I was too mean. <laughs> Just genuinely. Yeah, curly and bad. calculated. Oh my God. Which, by the way, it's like, it's really funny because, like, it's like randomly really mean to River. She immediately felt bad. And it might just get River sympathy, which so like it may work for River, which is kind of funny. I mean, nobody seemed to look at that and go, like, man, I wonder what River's cooking up. Like, they were either already yeah. worried about him and Courtney or this. Or they weren't, and this means nothing. I don't think it changed anything for anyone, other than maybe wondering who's being mean to River. Yes. Um, but so after... After the posters, we get a little one-on-one time between Trevor and John. And Lisa feels bad about lying about being a parent. which. It's only funny because Jack's like relying about so many things. Why is this what you feel bad about? 
It's like it just feels different. And he just sort of looked at her and was like, okay. Well, like, he looks over and says, welcome to the dark side. Which again, yes. I like that Jack is really trying to be the villain of the show. And just, I'm sorry, Delissa's winning. She's done more mean things. Just accidentally. Just accident- she made Chloe love a fake person. Who lies about being a single dad? Mean poster. Am I missing anything? Is there anything else we can add to the list of reasons why Delissa is I think that's a- everybody's favorite villain this season? I, I love that, like, Jack is trying to be a villain and, like, not really succeeding. Delissa's not trying to be a villain and kind of... And accidentally succeeding. succeeding. being one. Yeah. But, like, ultimately, like, it's, like, and not in a way that, like, she's actually a villain. Because, like, villains, like, you don't like. Well, you, like, like to hate them. But, like, Delissa's just, like, you like to watch her stumble her way into villainy on accident every, <laughs> like, couple of episodes. She's, like... It's just, like, you keep watching someone show up at the wrong place at the wrong time, and you're just like, oh, bud, come on. <laughs> she's the plot line of that, like, bad evil henchman person you rescue and are just constantly trying to overcome their innate desire to be evil to people and and you just can't help yeah. but root for them to get through it yeah but also you kind of hope they keep encountering these situations where they can be a little evil because it's funny it's really fun watching delissa feel bad about being evil as trevor um evil with a very like lowercase immoral e stuff too. <laughs> yeah, like the softest evil. Like calling someone calculated in an artwork. <laughs> yes! Or, or you know, flirting with a woman while being a hot guy. You no, know, evil. Evil. Um, let's talk about so ratings happen. Um, which it's funny because they're like, it's time to exercise your right to democracy. And Chloe, of course, has the, the stellar line of, I don't like exercise. <laughs> I missed that. It was funny. Um, I think I was distracted by the election theme again. Happy fourth night. Yeah. And, and Clat does Clat, Jesus. And then Cat does something interesting, which is vote Chloe high. Yeah. We got to see that, which I thought was weird. I agree. Especially. So didn't her thinking was something like she wanted to get Chloe to like her again or something. Did she yeah, say that? Like she doesn't know how you vote. Yeah, but people don't know how you vote. So this is the one time when you don't do that because you know Chloe isn't gonna. Well, I, yeah. I think Chloe might have kept her just to jump the gun with that whole thing. But you know Chloe's not oh, gonna keep you. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's go on to the quick interlude of Trevor and Kat having a conversation where nothing happens, but Trevor's like feels conflicted because he likes Kat. But he's like, quote unquote, with Chloe. And it's like very clearly setting up for what's going to happen during the ranking or during the deliberation or whatever, you know? Yes. So do we want to just run down the, uh, the ordering? Yes. Okay. Uh, so uh, John isn't rated. Um, Kat. Mitchell. Courtney. River. Trevor, Chloe. Again. Again. Weeks in a row yeah, at the top. which is kind of bad for her. Very bad. I think she's only really protected right now by the fact that people are like concerned about Courtney and River backing each other up, but them getting like third and fourth might like assuage some fear. I was going to you know? say, I think this actually helps out, which is weird because they're all in the same alliance too. But I think yeah. Courtney and River 
might have a little bit of heat taken off of them just by sheer virtue of Chloe being number one again. That's a tough one to ignore. Yeah, two times in a row. And especially because it's like Chloe and her boyfriend are, are number one and number two. That's dangerous. Also, though, just there's like a really interesting network of a strong alliance right now where you have like Chloe, River, and Trevor. No, you have Chloe, Courtney, and River who are seem like a very strong three. Very strong threesome. And then with Trevor, who is supposed to be very close with Chloe at the top now, too. That's sort of mm-hmm. like a controlling four. Even though Trevor is yeah, a weird, the- like, there's a disconnect between Trevor and Courtney and River. Courtney that's and interesting. Oh, yeah. So, so, so what I'll say is, is if someone recognizes that, that's like, Chloe's in something really smart, which is like, she has her threesome with Courtney and River. But she is Trevor to herself. Mm-hmm. Trevor does not support Courtney or River. Like, that is just an extra number that she has that they do not. Well, and Trevor... Chloe, yeah, no, you're right. Chloe's in the good position of being able to use Trevor to protect the people she wants, but not have that person have the same obligations to those people that she does. Exactly. She can use Trevor as a bad um, guy if she needs to, which I think she might have. Yeah, I think I think people, when they realize that, are either going to start gunning for... Chloe or Trevor? Chloe's in a surprisingly good position right now. Yeah. Yeah, they need to start gunning for her if they don't want her to win, honestly. Uh, Also, a great quote from Kat when she found out she was in sixth. You fucking assholes. I wonder why, though. I wonder why. I wonder why, though. (laughs) Two I wonder whys. Which is just... Really tells me she's not in this game mentally. The fact that she's, she's wondering not, why no. she's in the bottom after bungling the whole Chloe situation and she's at the top. Like, it should be really obvious why, Kat. I'm just saying. She just really believes, like, she worked it out and no one is mad at her anymore. Or she really did believe that a few seconds ago. Oh, the fireworks are starting. Oh. Either that or a building um, just collapsed. Cute. But let's go on to like what I'm calling deliberation. Yes. Um. So right off the bat, they both like Courtney, so Courtney's safe, which makes sense. Yes. Then Trevor throws some doubt on River, but Chloe stands up for him, which is really good. And I was really concerned for like a half second there. Yes. Uh, so he's safe too. It seems that way. Chloe is concerned that Mitchell wouldn't save her. Um, but then Trevor's like, well, we're bros, so he definitely would. So they move past that for now. And they get to Kat. And Trevor makes some mistakes, is what I would say. Okay. Keep going. Like, standing up for Kat, fine, if that's what you want to do. But you can't stand up for Kat and then have your girlfriend be like, oh, well, you know, she's gunning for me. And then to be like, oh, yeah, I knew that already. And I'm still trying to protect her. I did think admitting they knew that was a bungle. Yeah. Like, you you have to try and fend Kat and hopefully she'll be like, okay, yeah, well, let's, like, get past Kat. And, like, if not, I I think the best move for Trevor, but maybe it's not. And maybe it's not the best move for Trevor's game, because Trevor... If Trevor gets rid of Kat, Trevor only has Chloe. That's the problem. And Mitchell. Oh, yeah, Trevor does have Mitchell. 
But with Kat and Chloe feuding, you cannot bring that alliance to get like you are in two essentially different incompatible alliances now. Yeah, you have to. I I think he's going to have to choose one. And I think he's going to choose Chloe because it makes more sense because she's in the power to eliminate people. I'm really getting the vibe that we're not sending Kat home, though. Interesting. I, I, Chloe, from, from what we saw at the end when we were getting ready to announce, when the actual man who's taking control got ready to announce uh, their yes. verdict, I, I don't get the, I don't feel like Chloe would have been reacting like that if it was Kat going home. It, made, it makes me feel like she had to make a tougher decision. She's acting, she's acting like she betrayed like somebody, though. And I don't think she, like, I think she kind of fucking hates Kat. I don't think she would shed a single tear over sending her home. When, like, even Mitchell, somebody she's not in an alliance with, maybe, maybe she would feel bad enough to react the way she did. But I just, I did not get a I'm sending Kat home vibe from Chloe. I don't know. I felt like it Trevor just, got what Trevor it wanted. To be, it has to be Kat, though. Is my opinion. I mean, if Chloe sent home Courtney or River, that would be crazy. That would just... Be that would be throwing the game for her, for one. And also just make no sense. For me, it's that thing again of like... How do you say Kat was coming for me... And then leave that room not eliminating Kat, you know? Especially... I mean, I agree. Like, I just... Unless they pulled different reactions from Chloe for this tease, I'm curious to figure out why she's behaving the way she is. Oh, because I bet, like, no matter who she... I bet she could have eliminated someone she fucking loathed. And she'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry, babes. I love you. You're great. But that's not what she like, was that just like, feels like who she, she is. seemed genuinely... I, I don't know. I got the impression that she felt like she was betraying somebody with this choice. And, and the know. only I person I know regular. she wouldn't feel that way about, I think, is Kat. I know, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I got the regular, like, every time someone's eliminated, we have this, like, big sigh, like, oh, do we have our decision? Like, oh, like, it's like a, a whole rigmarole every time. So, so you think it was Kat? Like, you, you're I think extremely confident? I will be shocked if it's not Kat, like genuinely. I mean, I can't think of who else it would be. Because the only other person left is the Mitchell. There's no real reason is, for is, that. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like the only other option is Mitchell. And that doesn't make sense because you've just gone over like, oh, well, I'm not sure I trust him. Well, you should. Okay, I trust him. To then go to Kat and be like, oh, well, I don't trust her. Well, you should. Okay, I do again. Well, and but you don't think Trevor could have talked Chloe into getting rid of like Courtney or River and breaking up the pair? No. Okay. Well, we'll find out next week. I I genuinely was disappointed. I did not get to find out the result. Watching these actually a week apart is sometimes torture. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I mean, it's nice making it last. Yeah. I just think it's funny that our audience is most likely listening to us, knowing who gets eliminated next, calling one of us an idiot for being wrong. True. We're a genius for being right. Yeah. I, 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 
River's doing well. I hope River wins. I don't think River's going to win. I think it's probably going to be Courtney or Chloe. It's not going to be Chloe. She, she was on a different reality TV show. I think it's probably going to be Courtney. I want it to be River. Courtney's in a good position, too. I think because he's a little... I don't know. I think Courtney's more of a player, is I guess I'll, how I'll put it. Uh, yeah, but River but is just yeah, very well-liked. And that could be worth more than we realize. Yeah. I don't know. I hope I hope River wins. That's my that's my want to win. Who's your want to win? I I would love to see River win. I think that would be a lot of fun. I like him a lot. I I'm also I really enjoy Jack and Lisa. And I don't I don't necessarily know if I want to see them win, but I would love to see them get to the end game. Okay, you know what? You're right. If 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 Jack and Lisa won as John, I would be perfectly happy because, like, can you imagine how fucking pissed everyone else would be? That the people they voted out won. <laughs> like, we got you with catfishes, we eliminated you, and you fucking came back? And then we gave you the win. Yes. So funny. Also, they cheated hard right. for Courtney, so I couldn't even be mad if, like, John got to win. Yeah, they also, Courtney, I, that's the other thing, is like, if Courtney wins, like, not to be like, oh, he doesn't deserve it, but like, with the whole Joker thing, that feels like... It was a big gimme. The scales were tipped heavily in his favor, and that sucks. The, the Joker was a, I mean, it was fun to watch, but I don't think it was balanced very fairly. It, yeah, the, exactly. The good shit just kept coming for Courtney. Especially when it was, it like, was like at three his different weakest, perks in one, and then moved him to be the strong. Like it literally took him bottom to top. It, you got the bullet bill. Yeah, yeah, and like it, it just makes watching him win less interesting. Yeah, I think not to say that like Courtney. I don't. I'm gonna be pissed if he wins. I'm still gonna be like because he made the most of that Joker. Oh, he could have fucked it, just, it up and he didn't. It could have ruined his game and instead it brought him right back into it. And like yes. it doesn't make Courtney not deserve the win, but no. It, it does put a tiny little asterisk next to it. There is there's a point to be said for that. Yeah. But anyway, I think we've we done should it, check right? The email and start doing the outro yeah. and stuff. Look, I was doing it. I even said I think we've done it. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, let me check the email while I remind you that you can email us at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Reddit at r slash uh, tbbr, I think. I mean, they're not emails, but some people have posted on Reddit, on our subreddit. People oh, have responded well, there, Anything which we see and appreciate. Anything uh, specific that you want to call out? Someone pointed out Let's see, you slash Mortis pointed out that Courtney has a paper on his wall titled Lies I Have Told, which seems smart, and I would agree. Ooh, That's fun. That is very smart. Uh, I also, I enjoy River in the background, just the collage of, I will call them offensive caricatures of people. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that a you? That's me. I'm putting that one in there. That's, that is how i can respond to that that's funny uh we also have of caricatures we also had a couple people including uh sarah the person who originally wrote us about it uh give some positive feedback on our uh 
episode zero, I guess you would, oh, technically it's an episode one about leaving Are You the One behind the serious conversation we had. So we've had some, some positive yeah. feedback from people on that, which is nice. And I'm glad that it wasn't bad. I'm glad. Listen, that's all we can hope for is that it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for the, the feedback on that. And thank you, Sarah, for pushing us to give it a try in the first place. Yeah. Keep it up, Ethan. It's not anybody's name. I don't know. I, I'm checking our spam folder now. <laughs> Dunhill Travel Deals really wants us to go somewhere. I guess they heard that I got vaccinated. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just travel somewhere. Or we can do the Dollar Flight Club and sign up for just one dollar. And then the yeah. flights only cost hundreds of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, this podcast is over. Uh, thank you all for listening, as always. But before we let you go, what is the immoral for this week? The amoral of this week is... I don't know. I'm still trying to think of it. Give me, give me like a second. Take your time. I'm, I'm struggling, you know? It's hard to come up with bad morals. I, I, I mean, and hey, you haven't had to flex this muscle for a little while either. I mean, I'm just saying it's the 4th of July. There's a lot of meat on that bone. Okay. Well, the 9th no. of July. Woof. The 9th of July. Happy anyway. <laughs> the amoral from this week is to learn from Trevor's mistakes, which is to say... Always lie to your significant other. Never tell them the truth. It can only get you in hot water. But if you're always lying, you're always saying the right stuff. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that's my amoral. Uh, always lie to your significant other. It's uh, a true sign of love that way. But all you are At what level do we have to put a disclaimer at the end of these to, like, definitely don't do They're this? They're called eight more. I know, Aubrey, but people can be dumb and I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the fact that every time at the end of it, you and I both burst out into laughter <laughs> is really the sign that we need. That it's not real. <laughs> Please don't do this. And if you do, more importantly, don't blame us. Okay, you know what? You want to know what my real amoral for this week yeah. is? And this one goes out to, to Jack and Lisa. If you're going to try and scam people by pretending to be a psychic, do it better. <laughs> That's not an amoral. Like, That's just a regular it moral. Is. Be a better scammer. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm just saying, don't half-ass scamming people and lying to them. To do it fully, commit, motherfucker. I would say it's a whole-ass scam and a half-ass psychic, but I've been Taylor. I've been Aubrey. And this is the Boom Boom Room. And we're outie. Bye. Don't know what you don't know. Someday I'll be living in a big old city. And all you're ever gonna be is mean. Someday I'll be big enough so you can't hit me. And all you're Gotta be so mean